Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, I get to interview Daniel, the past life regressionist. Daniel practices past life regression out of California. He is astrology savvy, though I often have to try to interpret him because he's coming from a Western astrology background. And most of all, he's one of my very dear friends. And so in this segment, we have a conversation on what past life regression is and how understanding your past lives or previous experiences can help illuminate or give insight into your natal birth chart and why you're born with the karma that you're born with. And so again, Daniel is one of my dear friends. This is how many of our conversations typically go. And so I hope that you enjoy listening and getting to participate in this one. Please enjoy the segment. All right. So welcome back everybody. Today, I am so excited to have a very special guest, Daniel, the past life regressionist. And he is indeed a past life regressionist. And he also knows his astrology. And he's most importantly, one of my very dear friends. And so I'm so excited to have him on to talk about past life regression and talking about past lives and how it correlates with astrology. Thank you for having me on my friend. Yes. I'm really excited. So I have had, I have had a regression with you before and it was incredibly fascinating. And since then it has transpired into long conversations about past lives and looking at birth charts and integrating discussion on about past lives with birth charts and kind of integrating that into our conversations. And so I think that For us, it's easy to say, but what might not be as apparent or obvious to people who are watching or listening is that there is a correlation between our past lives and what we see in our past lives, people that we meet and our birth charts. I have nothing to add. I think you nailed it. Yeah. But as one of the questions that you asked me before doing the regression was to see my birth chart. And I was like, why does this man, I said, no, (laughs) I wouldn't give you my virtue actually, would you have it now? But when you're asking people to see their birth charts, what exactly are you looking for? And how does that give you more information for your regression or what are you searching for? So I asked for a couple different reasons. One is just because it's really cool to see the patterns that emerge and, oh, it's going to be one of those sessions. Because I look at, you know, how my chart interacts with theirs, usually like what my son is doing in aspect to some of their planets, you know, what am I supposed to light up? Um, I'm also looking for, you know, for, in Western astrology for Chiron, where the wounds lie, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the nodes as well. Mm-hmm. And it's more so because in a pre-session, I'm asking, you know, a plethora of questions to get your life story and to also see where those wounds lie. Mm-hmm. But I could ask all the right questions, but if the person who I'm working with has no conscious awareness of those wounds, then they're not going to know how to answer it. Mm -hmm. So by looking where the wounds may lie in the chart, Mm -hmm. I can kind of see that. Mm -hmm. And then I can be more pointed with my questions and just maybe just see it from a different perspective. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, And and there's one other thing also. Yeah. What is trying to be reflected at me in the moment. 
because I see a lot of patterns that pop up very consecutively. And usually when that happens, I feel like it's to get my attention. What am I not seeing in myself? You know, where are my blind spots? Because I feel that, you know, we learn through others. Mm-hmm. And it's the theme of, of what is the lesson in this for me? Definitely. And While I- still being about who I'm working with, first and yeah. foremost. Yeah, of course. And I mean, that obviously reflects in your work. And I feel that something you were mentioning about how looking at their chart and then kind of comparing it to yourself, like using it as a tool of personal introspection, like why am I being brought into this person's world? Like what, uh, what can I light up for them and help illuminate for them? And then also like, what is there for me to learn? Because the truth is that with any of these like modalities of healing, of course, as you mentioned, it's the client first and foremost, but when we're working with energetics with anything, it's a two-way street, you know, and it's like, they're going to influence us. We're going to influence them. And even beyond that, every person in front of us is an opportunity for personal reflection. Like that's where the, the mirroring comes in. And so I think that's a beautiful way to integrate all of it. And I know that you're just like such a pro at disconnecting any of your personal ego from your clients, which is, that's what makes astrologers, past life regressionists. I mean, even like therapists really powerful, right. Is because it has nothing to do with us in that moment. Um, but we are undoubtedly human and we are going to have things reflected back to us because that's just the way the world works. Well, thank you. Yes. You know, one other pattern I've noticed that I feel is really cool is even degrees and how they play a part because it seems like with certain degrees and especially the rising sign that certain life events play out in different people's lives in a very similar fashion. So it's cool to see those patterns as well. And I think that also helps me ask the right questions because what I also notice is some people think that they've already resolved certain issues by just yes. forgiving, which <laughs> many people think that all the time, but go ahead. <laughs> while I feel it is so important to forgive, uh-huh. it doesn't mean that it's gone. Right. Maybe in the here and now, but I believe that time exists simultaneously and that part of you is still alive somewhere in the space that we occupy in what we view as the past, but happening at the same time. So why, I, so in terms of past life regression is it's important to go back and heal that, to release what is carried over in that linear sense, but also what is happening or happening at the same time. Wow. Yeah. And so you're suggesting that from our past lives, we can carry different trauma and whether it be emotional, mental, or even physical trauma into our present life. I believe that's the case. And like we've talked about before, I like to differentiate the difference between believing and knowing. Mm -hmm. I don't know it to be a fact, but I believe it to be the case. I can't prove it to you. Yeah. Thank you for that. I do believe it. And also, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about things we've already talked about many, many times (laughs) for our audience to hear some snippets of our conversations. This is pretty much how they go. Yeah. But I wanted to say for, again, for the people listening to an astrology podcast, what is past life regression? What is this thing that we're talking about? 
So past life regression is a form of hypnosis where you go back to revisit a past life. Or as I like to also say, it's using the time machine that resides inside of your subconscious mind mm -hmm. to travel through time in mm -hmm. the coolest of ways. Yeah. And it is indeed hypnosis. I will say that because I have experienced it. And something else that you and I were talking about earlier was how you can see outcomes in your birth chart now, like your karma, like things and personality traits that you're destined to have in this life as a byproduct of experiences you've had in the past. And that to me is what has totally blown my mind. And so you would ask, you ask really good questions on the intake form, if you will. And one of them is just like asking like things you want to know about and things that you want to explore and something that I was interested in. And I don't think I've ever shared this on the podcast, but I have this blessing and a curse where it is so difficult for me to lie. And I'm not saying I've never lied, but it's difficult for me to, and it's in my chart. You can see it in my chart. And it's as clear as day that this person is going to speak the truth and it's going to be hard for them to lie. So I asked you about it. I was like, why, <laughs> why did this, like, why is this happening? And in my regression, and I don't want to give all the details because it was a pretty crazy and like scary kind of regression. Um, but I was in a life where I was forced to lie and I was coerced to lie. Um, and so it's interesting to see how that experience in a past life contributed to this life where I actually have the blessing of having the opportunity to tell the truth. Like I haven't been put in any positions where I've been coerced into lying. And so I feel like it's almost um, now I just view it as a complete blessing and not a blessing and a curse. So super interesting stuff. And it's us trying to balance out, I guess, our missteps. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to that, I feel that looking at it through the lens of maybe not eye for an eye, mm. it adds a layer of compassion mm -hmm. because people make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But just as your session demonstrated, at some point you are going to balance it out. Mm -hmm. And I feel you're doing it in the best way possible by just being honest in your authentic self. Mm. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I will take that. But okay, so so that's what past life regression is and kind of a little bit about how it's impacted me for people who love astrology and are totally just invested. Like the people who are listening to this podcast or watching the show are, how can past life regression help them? What, um, if they're interested in fusing the astrology with their past life regression, what could they get out of it? I feel it makes it more tangible. I did it in reverse when it comes to astrology. I first experienced experienced past life regression and then learned astrology mm -hmm. and astrology helped me in the sense of seeing my chart in a tangible way mm -hmm. also so I guess they both work hand in hand as tangible yeah where it made more sense as to I guess the energies that I was dealing with in this life and seeing how they stemmed from certain actions in past lives mm-hmm and just having that deeper understanding of, oh, now I get it. Now I see why my chart is the way that it is. Mm -hmm. And so I feel that 
if you want to integrate the two, it just adds a level of understanding. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, now I understand yeah. why I have all this stuff going on in my first house. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so for people listening, if they want a, a, an, um, a regression with you, I was about to say a reading with you, a regression with you, they can even choose to write, like, I want to know why, why this is in my chart. Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so what would someone need to be prepared for? If someone was going to get a session with you, what are some things that they would need to do in advance to like be prepared? Just an open mind. That's it. And for the actual session itself, just to have a quiet space where you won't be bothered. You know, no crazy diets, <laughs> no stream of consciousness for a month before, nothing like that. Just walking in without expectation and just being ready to accept whatever comes forward. Let me rephrase that. You don't have to accept it. That's your choice, whether or not you want to accept it, but it's just letting it come forward. Okay. Also with that, I don't like to present it as something that is the be all end all of healing because ultimately I believe it's up to us as individuals, whether or not we want to make changes Mm -hmm. through the process yes, you will receive information, but then it's up to you what you do with it. Yeah. Whether or not you want to act on it, whether or not you want to make that change that is abundantly clear to you in that moment. Yep. Yeah. And so, I mean, of course, knowing you, we're both big fans of therapy. Mm -hmm. And, and I had a conversation recently, I did another interview and we were talking about the importance of therapy and the role of therapy in, in healing. And so I feel like with astrology, what it can really do is show some of these deeper layers of ourselves that do need to be healed and need to be addressed. And it's a karmic path for us to heal in this life. And that's why all of us are here is to heal these things, right? And so like you were mentioning, it's what we do with that information. We can see it in our chart and sit on it and continue with the same patterns and the same cycle and the same karma. Or we can choose to really dig deep and resolve it in this life, which I feel like is a big part of why we're incarnated. And so that's one reason why astrology, please excuse the motorcycle, is so important and profound to me. And with past life regression, it gives almost like an entirely new level and a layer and perspective. And as you were mentioning earlier, it gives you an opportunity to have even more compassion and gentleness with yourself for like what you've experienced and what you've been through and how at this like molecular level, you've internalized this energy, you know, like from a previous experience, maybe even like from a previous life. Yeah. Yeah. We do a thing where we just say, yep. When I have really nothing else to add because Christine usually says a lot of the things I'm already thinking. So yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just one other part of it, though, you mentioned us both being fans of therapy. Yeah. How I feel that past life regression can be helpful in that respect is by noticing patterns mm-hmm. when it comes to things you've been acting out over many years yeah. or many lifetimes. Now, I've been in therapy for a while. So when I'm in therapy, sometimes I have to remember that, oh, wait, I have to just talk about the here and now. Yeah. And which, I mean, 
I'm in a safe enough space where I can say, oh yeah, this is something that's playing out yeah. from 1400 years ago. Yep. And sometimes I do slip in that respect and say, oh, you know, it's because <laughs> of this past life. Yeah. But it's about the here and now. Now is what's important yeah. and how it's playing out now and not being stuck in the past. Yeah. Which I know is very ironic for me to be saying not to be stuck in the past. Yeah. But it's all about the here and now. Now is what is most important. Right. Right. And I mean, you've never, <clears throat> excuse me, you've never like spoken or preached otherwise. And I think that that was something that really drew me to you to, because I had never had a past life regression. And honestly, I was kind of scared. Like I didn't really want one. And then something that I did like about how you pitch your experience, your regressions is it's like, it's about the here and now, like, we're not going to focus on the past. We're not going to fantasize about the past. We're not going to get stuck in the past. We're going to take the information and the details so that you can focus on your life now. And that's, what's so profound is it's trying to make your life better. Now it's not a fantasy. It's not something to go back and romanticize about. It's to gather information so that you can do deep healing work here. Yep. Yep. Um, and I do, I think that there's something where that happens, you know, I think that there is a part of, um, I don't know if it would be considered spiritual bypassing, but I have encountered people who have gotten stuck in, in the past, in a narrative of their past life. Um, and oh, trying that was to me. Yeah. Oh, well, tell us here we are. Sorry here for cutting you off there. <laughs> Sorry, you want to finish that thought? No, I want to hear your story. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to have to. how you got stuck in the past and tried to relive it. I'm ready. I haven't heard this one. This is all so, new for all of us. I think a reason why I'm a big proponent of not, not spiritual bypassing is because I did it. When I first came around to past life regression, mm -hmm. there were things that were brought to my attention that kind of aligned me with my purpose mm -hmm. or what I felt was my purpose. And then everything else became a byproduct. No, let me rephrase that. It was never a byproduct. That was the only thing that was important, was my purpose. The human element of me, the here and now, none of it mattered. So if I had an issue with something, it was kind of like, no, I'm not going to focus on that because there's only one thing that's on my mind. It's how am I going to do my part to make the world a better place? Mm -hmm. Yep. And I was presented with situations where I had the opportunity to do the inner work, but I said, oh no, it's just a waste of time because it's the outer world that's important. I need to do my part to make the outer world a better place. I'm not important in that respect. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what's going on in my inner world. Yeah. And everything became a matter of that. Almost like it was just about basking in the light yeah. and not looking at the shadow that I've been carrying around. Yeah. And then there came a point about... <laughs> over two years after my first regression, mm -hmm. where I'm like, huh, this is absurd mm -hmm. that I am not including myself in the equation, mm -hmm. that I think that everything is just about the prize at the end of the road. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's to become a reality, I need to help myself first. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's like when we were younger, I know this may hold a new meaning now, but it's like, put your own mask on first on the airplane. <laughs> Where if I'm here to do my part to make the world a better place, I can't do it if I'm not healed. Yeah. 
And it was in that moment when I realized, okay, also coincided with the great eclipse yeah. of, was it August, 2017? I realized it then, yeah. like that's when this all came to the surface for me. Yeah. Also hitting, what was it on the cusp of my sixth and seventh house? So also yeah. for your audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're listening. I do Western astrology. So I don't know, do you guys have a descendant? I'm kidding. Yeah. They, so you guys have the no, descendant, no, no, right? no, no, no. It's just the seventh house. Okay. So if anyone understands Western astrology, it hit right on my descendant, like right on it. So it was, yeah, it was transformational in that sense, but I was a spiritual bypasser. Yeah. So it's about doing the work. And that's when things started to change for me. When yeah. I said, all right, let's do this. Let's look at the things that I don't want to look at. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I do remember having this conversation with you we have spoken about this because we were, we were talking about the importance of doing our own inner work to truly be able to empathize and connect with our shadows and the darker aspects of ourselves. And by doing that and cultivating like the empathy and compassion for ourselves, we can then truly feel the empathy and compassion for people around us. And it may not be that they're experiencing the same thing, but if we're willing to confront those aspects within ourselves, we can then more easily see it in others, but then also like understand it, you know, and understand where it's coming from and have like a so much more empathetic view of what people are experiencing. Because if we decide to live in this world of like only love and only light and like only looking in, in the good, it's like, we're going to find some really shocking realities. And we're also going to completely ignore the reality of about 90% of the population. So it's so important to look at that within ourselves and be open to that in others, like know that it exists because we're human. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was fooling myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just going to call it for what it is. I was fooling myself completely mm -hmm. that I could get away mm -hmm. without looking at my shadow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I think my higher self knew it too, because another thing with past life regression is I believe you will only be shown what you can handle. And if there are things that you really don't want to look at, then it's not going to come through. Because I believe that it's really your higher self or spirit guide who dictates what you see during a session. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones who say, okay, this is what we're going to push on you, Christine, or this is what you're ready for. Mm -hmm. So once I open myself up to looking at my shadow in the here and now mm -hmm. still took about another year, year and a half mm -hmm. for the really deep traumatic stuff to come out in my own regressions mm -hmm. where I was just seeing a lot of the very traumatic stuff that I've been through way back when, but I had to do that work in the here and now first in order to understand what I've been carrying around mm -hmm. and then say, Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Because when I started on my journey with past life regression for my own sessions, I thought I was ready for everything. I thought I could handle whatever was going to be shown to me, which I could, but I wasn't getting the heavy duty stuff. So I guess it's just about doing the work. That's all I can stress to your audience is do the work. It's... Look at the things you don't want to look at. I say this verbatim all the time. I just I have to say at the same time, I'm still working on myself. By no means am I this guy who has it all figured out. Yeah. I'm 34. I'm not going to have it figured out by 35. 
this is going to be a lifelong process for me. Yeah. So I think also the statement I'm going to make right now, I don't want it to sound like an absolute, Mm -hmm. but I think that anyone who presents themselves as someone who is impervious to anything, Mm -hmm. they're kidding themselves. Yeah. No, I mean, I I agree with that. I was just thinking about various personality disorders, but I mean, even then there's like past trauma and stuff. It's like, they're, it's still there, you know, Um, in terms of if they actually believe it, you know, because I'm sure there are some people out there who genuinely believe that they're done and that there's nothing wrong. But again, that's like, that could be pathologized by some people. So, but I, I feel like that the majority of people can definitely say that they're not done growing and they're not going to be done growing. And having that mindset is what allows us to grow. Well, maybe your listeners can say that. What do you mean? Dude, my listeners are the best. Right. I mean, that's why I think they're the ones who can say that. Cause I think you said like a majority of the people like acknowledge that all of them, everyone right now is like your listeners. Yeah. But I don't (laughs) know about the rest of the population. Hey, I hear you. I hear you. We've got to give your listeners a little more credit for doing the work. They're doing it. I promise. But I. Kudos to you guys. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I I feel that whoever it is, whoever they are, wherever they are, no matter how short or long their spiritual path has been, it's like being open to the idea of not being done evolving or growing that is what leaves room for opportunities to learn and grow. And it's like, what a more beautiful thing, you know? And so just being able to maintain that humility and just like reality, (laughs) accepting the reality that we're never finished, it's an opportunity, it's a gift. You know, it's like, we're not supposed to be perfect. You are not supposed to be perfect. I'm not supposed to be perfect. Um, And like giving yourself that compassion to just, not be done and um, giving yourself grace when you fall, you know, and, and just understanding that that compassion and that willingness to keep trying is what is going to be like the next steps. And I say that from my own personal experience, like you said, like, I'm not done. I'm a mess, but it's like, I know that and it's okay. And I'm just going to keep trying to do my best. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And I know that we wanted to try to keep this a shorter interview, but is there anything else that you want to add about past life regression, what people can get out of it, where they can reach you? Where can people find you? I'll link it in the show notes, but one thing I'd like to add about spiritual bypassing and my experience with my own spiritual bypassing Mm -hmm. was with the whole aspect of purpose too, I started to look at the world through the lens of everything that I'd ever experienced happened for a reason. It had to happen the way it happened because it brought me to where I was. And therefore I can't look at it or do the work back in the past because it made me who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was totally fooling myself with that point of view. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the reason I bring that up for your listeners is yes, everything you've experienced has made you who you are and has brought you to the place where you're at in your life right now and will continue to propel you forward. But you got to look at your past in the here and now in this life as well Mm -hmm. as whatever you're carrying around from a past life. Yeah. 
So beautiful. And I feel like that that is so applicable to so many different things, like looking at our past in this life because it's all connected and then taking it even a step further. What was in the life before that and the life before that and the life before that. And your offering of past life regression is such a beautiful way to explore that even further. And so I hope that people reach out to you. Um, I'll definitely have all of your information in the show notes for people to find you. And if there is anything that you want to say, um, like your Instagram or your email or anything. Sam, so my Instagram is the past life regressionist. Mm-hmm. And my website is your past Okay. Just thank you for having me on. This thank is fun. You for being here. So much fun as always. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening until the end of this segment. I hope that you found it enjoyable. Again, if you're looking to schedule a regression with Daniel, you can go to his website, yourpastliferegressionist.com, and you can find him on Instagram, the past life regressionist. I'll be sure to link all of his information in the show notes. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. Schedule yourself at innerknowing.yoga. Please follow me on Instagram astrology now underscore podcast. And if you would like to sign up for Patreon, I am linking that in the descriptions as well. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is astrology now. Thank you so much. Bye.